Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. You could turn $10 into $250. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/fan and use code FAN. That's code FAN at prizepicks.com/fan. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Hello, welcome to or welcome back to Trying to Care. Today, I want to take it back to an episode a lot of you enjoyed, which was navigating your 20s. I did it sometime last year. I want to talk about the reality of being in your 20s. For any of you that don't know, I'm 26. And now that I'm in the middle to end of my 20s, a lot is changing around me, which can be a little stressful and confusing and just a lot. I have some friends who are really far in their careers already who know exactly what they're doing for the rest of their lives. I have friends who are getting engaged. I have friends who are ready to have children. There's people I went to high school with who have children, who are married, who have moved so far away. It's really easy to compare yourself and your life to others and feel like you're behind or you're not doing enough. What I do for work is very unconventional. I'm very lucky. I'm so grateful, but it is a risk and there isn't a super clear path forward with social media. So I find myself doubting myself sometimes and getting in my head because I'm comparing where I'm at to where others are. And then of course, I have other people in my ear asking me what my plans are, what I think I'll be doing in the next few years will i continue doing social media will i get a real job and not even just career wise but i have people asking if i'm thinking about buying a house and getting married and having kids with all these questions being thrown at me i'm kind of realizing that i don't think i am ready for those next steps that you're quote unquote supposed to be doing at the end of your 20s And because I'm not ready yet, I feel like I'm running out of time, which is a lot of pressure. 
I know that if I'm feeling this way, there's so many of you that are also feeling this way. And there's so many of you that are in different phases of your life. Some of you are just entering your 20s. And I think there's a lot of pressure and hype around being in your 20s, which it could be hard to navigate on your own. I wish I had some sort of guidance or just help in any capacity when going into my 20s because I didn't have anyone telling me it was okay to slow down or to relax or that I wasn't the only one feeling the pressure and anxiousness that I did. The only people that were in my ear were people telling me that I need to go, go, go and that I'm not doing enough and I need to do more. So today's episode, I really just want to talk about what it's really like to be in your 20s and to give you some advice, some encouragement, and also just talk through what I'm going through because clearly I'm struggling. It's much easier for me to give advice and not think so much about my own emotions and thoughts. So I think talking more generally and giving you advice will help me realize that I need to follow it too, which will also just help me. So let's do this together. Let's talk about the reality of being in your 20s. There's a few different things I want to talk about today, and I broke it down into categories almost. The first thing that I want to talk about is just the pressure that's put on us to know what we're doing the second we get into our 20s, the pressure and anxiety that we feel to just have it all figured out. I've talked about this many times, but a lot of people, myself included, feel forced to pick a career and stick to it, especially when you decide to go to college because you're spending so much money and so much time, so you don't want to waste any of that. So you pick a career path and you try to stick to it, but it doesn't always work out because eventually you realize, I don't want to do this. I have always been interested in doing something revolving around mental health, so I decided to study psychology in college and it wasn't until I graduated that it really hit me that I didn't know what I actually wanted to do with my degree and unfortunately with a psychology degree, to my knowledge, is there's not much you can do with it unless you go for more school, which I also didn't want to do. So when I graduated, I felt even more anxious and more confused because I had just spent four years of my life studying psychology, taking out loans and doing everything that I'm supposed to do. But all I have to show for it is a diploma that I don't know what to do with. I don't know what to do for work. I don't know who's going to hire me. I don't know if anyone's going to hire me. And then I got a job, I think in like July or August of that year. I was really lucky and I felt like I could finally breathe. But a year down the road, I'm being asked what my five-year plan is. And it's like, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't even know that I would be working here a couple months ago. How am I supposed to know what I want to do in five years? Even recently, like a couple days ago, a relative of mine asked me what my five to 10 year plan is. And I tried to explain to them that I don't like the idea of having a five to 10 year plan because things change so quickly that I don't want to put myself in a box of what I think I should be doing and having this very long-term goal. I don't want to put all my time and energy into something and then get three years down the line and be like, I don't want to do this anymore and have to start all over. I just want to take it day by day 
and work out small goals that hold meaning to me right now. And he looked at me and he was like, okay, but successful people have five to 10 year plans. That's how people move up. And I see what he's saying. It's good to be prepared. But also, there just shouldn't be so much pressure around knowing what you're going to be doing five to 10 years from now, when five to 10 years isn't even promised. Why be so focused on what you're going to do when you could be focused on what you're doing right now? What you're doing right now is just as important as what you're doing in the future. Now a word from our sponsor on Common Goods. I know it's only November, but I am ready for the holidays. I'm so excited about Christmas and I'm ready to start buying gifts. I definitely think gift giving is one of my love languages. This year, I want to make sure the gifts I'm giving are super unique and meaningful, which is why I'm shopping Uncommon Goods. There are so many gifts to choose from on Uncommon Goods. There's gifts for everyone. You can search by clothing, jewelry, household items, birthdays, and the gifts are so detailed and specific. Like if you have a friend who loves astrology, you can get them a birthstone mineral soap. If you know someone who loves espresso martinis, you can get them the flavored espresso martini gift set. If you know someone who loves to be cozy and just relax at home, you can get them the weighted relaxation hoodie. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash TNTC. That's uncommongoods.com slash TNTC for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Thank you, Uncommon Goods, for sponsoring today's episode. When my boss asked me, what my five-year plan was when I was working at the, the last job I was at, it gave me so much anxiety because I was already unsure about what I was doing at that moment. So to feel like I had to make this elaborate plan and figure out all these steps I need to take to get to a certain point stressed me out. I started thinking, okay, I could try to work up at this job and maybe become a behavioral analyst. I could leave this job and go back to school and become a therapist trying to think of jobs that I didn't necessarily want but the people around me expected me to shoot for because of the degree I had. And then also money is just a huge factor too. I wasn't making a huge amount of money at that job by any means. I was making like no money. Anyone that knows going into education uh, you make zero dollars literally. And I felt like I had to find a job that paid well. I was always stressing out about money and not only stressed about not having enough money to pay bills or go out, but I was always comparing how much money I didn't have to how much money others had. Saving money was something I always heard people talking about. I always heard people talking about how important it is to save money in your 20s, but I didn't grow up being taught how to save money. And I never made enough money to put money aside to save. All my money was going towards my expenses to live. So because I wasn't saving any money, I had this idea that I was the odd one out. I was the only 20-something not saving money. I was the only 20-something struggling with money. And that's just not the case. If I've learned anything from talking to my friends 
or watching people online talk about their own experiences is that a lot of people are not saving money. A lot of people are struggling with money. A lot of people have anxiety around money. I recently saw a creator on TikTok who's sharing her journey paying back her credit card debt. She has like $35,000 in debt. And that video alone made me feel so much better about my past situation, my current situation. But then I read the comments of all the people sharing their stories and relating to her that it was like a weight lifted off my chest. And I wish I could just go back and tell myself a couple years ago that it's okay to not have a lot of money. It's okay to not have savings. One day you will. I was so hard on myself because I didn't understand how others had so much money and I didn't. All my friends seemed to have money. They seemed to have money to go on trips and go shopping and do what they wanted where I was using the last $10 in my bank account and asking my dad if I could borrow money. If you feel this way, just know that you're not alone and that other people, not even in their 20s, just people in general are struggling with money and also have anxiety about how much they're making and how much they're spending. Not to say that everyone is getting help, but a lot of your friends have credit cards and they're probably not paying a lot of those cards back. A lot of your friends probably have the privilege of having a parent or someone lend them money. You're not alone in feeling like you can't afford life right now because most people can't afford life. Most people can't afford to move out and live on their own. I moved out of my dad's house the year that I graduated college and although it gave me more independence, I also moved with my boyfriend so it strengthened our relationship. I do regret moving out when I did. I felt like there was so much pressure to move out. I felt like, okay, I'm out of college. I'm an adult now. I shouldn't be living with my parents. But there's no shame in living with your parents or living at home still at any point in your life. If someone is offering you help when you need help, take it. If I just stayed at my dad's house a little longer, I could have saved up a little money that would have helped me in the long run rather than just jumping into living in an apartment just to say that I did while struggling. I also think my mental health would have been at least a little better if I stayed at my dad's for a little longer because I wouldn't have been so stressed out about money. I would have had support and I wouldn't have felt as alone as I did. Which leads me into talking about loneliness in your 20s. Kind of like how I was saying at the beginning of this episode, there's so many changes happening in my life right now. And yeah, I'm 26, but this is a common theme all throughout your 20s. As you get older and as everyone around you gets older, things change. People move away. People get into new relationships. Connections that you thought were forever fizzle out and things can get quiet and and lonely. I went into my 20s with a really large friend group and I was under the impression that we we would be friends forever and we would do everything together. We would go out together. We would celebrate together. We would go on vacations together. I mean, your 20s are supposed to be the best years of your life, which we'll get into. That definitely was not the case for me. The first two to three years was definitely what I thought it was. It was a lot of fun. We were going out, but... As we got older, 
people got new jobs and got in relationships, values changed, and so did those friendships. And this is a very common thing in your 20s. People stop reaching out. People show you their ass and become someone you don't even recognize. And all of a sudden, you feel so alone. You feel like you have no solid friends. Now a word from our sponsor, ZocDoc. I tend to trust people too easily. Someone on TikTok gives health advice, I listen. My friend gives me their 10-step skincare routine, I follow it. But when it comes to medical advice from an actual doctor, I rarely take it because I rarely ever go to the doctor. If this sounds like you, it's time to head to ZocDoc and see a top-rated doctor who has actual verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. The reason I've been so hesitant about seeing a doctor is because it usually takes a few weeks or months to be scheduled in. But with ZocDoc, the average wait time to see a doctor is between just 24 and 48 hours, and sometimes you can even get same-day appointments. If you're like me and you want to stop putting off seeing a doctor, check out ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash tryingnot and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash tryingnot. ZocDoc.com slash tryingnot. Thank you, ZocDoc, for sponsoring today's episode. My dad would always say to me that eventually I would realize I could only count my true friends on one hand. And I would brush it off and be like, no, I have so many friends. Like, my friends are the best. I love my friends. But at one point or another, I realized, okay, he's right. I maybe have one to two true friends. And I felt really embarrassed about it. I felt like I was the problem. Like, how does everyone have these huge friend groups? How how does everyone look so happy and I only have one real friend? How is everyone going out every single weekend but I haven't been invited to anything the past six months? How does everyone have plans all the time but I can't even get a text back? I got to a point where I was spending the majority of my time alone. If I wasn't with my boyfriend, I was alone and I was really depressed. I was crying all the time. I felt like everyone hated me. And for a split second, I thought, this is how I'm going to feel for the rest of my life. If I don't have any friends or any social interaction in my 20s, how am I supposed to meet anyone or do anything moving forward? If I'm having this much trouble in my 20s, aka the best years of my life, the years I'm supposed to be going out and partying and traveling and doing all these amazing things, there's no way in hell that I'm going to be able to do any of that in my 30s or 40s or 50s. I also just had no idea how to make friends. I had the same friend group for a couple years going into college. Before them, I had two or three close friends in high school But I met all those friends from living in my hometown. I didn't know how to branch out and make friends organically without it being like a mutual friend of someone that I already knew. I was struggling so hard with my mental health and I had so much anxiety that I didn't have it in me to go out and try to make new friends. So I didn't for a while. And I was the loneliest I had felt since I want to say my sophomore year of high school. And that year was really fucking dark. I know 
that social media can be harmful. But social media was really good for me and my mental health. Social media was the one thing that showed me the light at the end of the tunnel. It gave me hope because I saw other people posting about their struggles in their 20s and I realized I wasn't alone in how I was feeling. From watching others' videos, I realized that being in your 20s can be very fucking lonely, especially if you don't have many friends or you don't have a boyfriend. And I am so grateful to say that I have had a boyfriend throughout my 20s and he really was and and still is my rock, but I can imagine how lonely it can be without one or without a partner or without someone to lean on when things get hard. I've definitely had friends who mistreated me and didn't respect me, but I also had friends that were just busy. I would get really upset that no one was texting me back or no one wanted to hang out. And yeah, of course, there were people who were purposely not talking to me and were going out of their way to leave me out. But there were some people that just had crazy schedules and were going through their own shit and just didn't have time for me because they had to prioritize time for themselves. So I think it's important to recognize that when you are feeling alone and you get in your head thinking, oh my God, everyone hates me. I have no one. I have no friends. I'm a loser. It's not always that. It's just your 20s are crazy and that goes for everyone. If you're feeling as stressed out and confused and as lost as you are, so can the other people and they probably are. So I think it's important to give them the same compassion and patience that you would want them to give you. That's not to say that you should just sit around and wait for them and be miserable. If people don't have time for you, it's okay to branch out and meet new people. Like I said, I went through times where I didn't know how to make new friends, but I got so frustrated and fed up that I needed to. I kind of had to push myself to make friends for my well-being. I literally needed social interaction, but I didn't want to be friends with just anyone. I wanted friends who actually liked me and liked the same things as me. So if you are in your 20s or however old you are and you're feeling lonely and isolated, like you have no one to talk to, no one to hang out with, my best piece of advice is to find people online or people near you who share your same interests. I really like TikTok because you can literally search with keywords to find videos and users who like the same thing as you do. And once you find those people, you can just connect with them, comment on their stuff, try to build a friendship online that could lead into a friendship in real life. There's also apps like Geneva where you can join group chats with other people who share the same interests as you. Like I have a group chat that's linked in the show notes actually for people who listen to Try Not To Care and are navigating their 20s, who want to meet new friends and People talk in there all the time and even some of the girls have met up in person. They've gone to concerts together. They've made really good friends because of it. Feeling lonely and figuring out how to make friends in your 20s is such a universal experience. So just know that you're not alone. Just like you're searching to make connections, so are other people, which is why I think it's so important to have the courage to put yourself out there because other people will appreciate it and gravitate towards it. I have met so many of my current friends from posting online, posting my interests, my thoughts, just being really vulnerable. The more you show up and express yourself, the more people are going to relate to you and want to befriend you. Think about how you made friends growing up. 
Yeah, you might have met them because you were in the same hometown, but there were other people you could have chosen to be friends with that you didn't. You chose certain people because you had similar interests, whether it was sports or you liked the same music or the same shows. That shouldn't end when you grow up and get into your 20s. Also, life doesn't end when you get into your 20s. There's this societal belief that your 20s are the best years of your life, which just isn't true. Obviously, I can only speak from my experience because I've only lived 26 years, but I know for sure my 20s are not the best years of my life, or at least I hope they aren't because I know I deserve better. I know that there's so much more for me to do and experience. I haven't even seen most of what I'll see in my life. I haven't even met some of the people who are going to impact my life the most. To believe that your 20s are the best years of your life is just so harmful. To put that much pressure on any time in your life is so damaging because there's no point in your life that's more important than the next. Obviously, there's important moments in your life like your wedding day or if you have a child, but it doesn't mean once those happen, nothing's ever going to live up to them. Times in your life should hold meaning, but not so much meaning that once they're over, you feel hopeless like you have nothing to live for because the good has already come. People always say that your 20s are your selfish years and that you should be going out and traveling and dating and experimenting. And once they're over, you'll know for certain what you want out of life. You've gotten all your temptations out. There's no more confusion and you've experienced life to the fullest for yourself. So now you can settle down and live for others, have a family, devote your time to your job that you struggled so hard for in your 20s. And because we're brought up to think this way, when we're in our 20s and we're not going out all the time, we feel like we're wasting all the precious time we have. When we don't want to be out dating, we feel like, how am I ever going to be ready to settle down? How am I supposed to meet my timeline of getting married and having kids before 30. When we come to the end of our 20s and we didn't check off all the things on the best years of your life checklist, we feel like we have nothing to show for our time. We start spiraling and rushing to get everything done because we literally feel like ticking time bombs. And once 30 hits, all the good in us expires. 20s being the best years of your life is a myth. Life does not end in your 20s. It feels like it begins in your 20s because it's the first time that you feel true independence. It's the first time in your life that you have actual adult responsibilities. You have the choice to live on your own. You have more opportunities, better job options. You're seriously dating. You're able to travel. You're able to do more. But just because you get to do all of that in your 20s doesn't mean that it ends in your 20s. Your life is quite literally just beginning. I just don't understand the idea that once you reach a certain age, that everything just goes downhill and that your life is supposed to be routine and sad and not fulfilling. I feel like when people hear that someone's out of their 20s and they're in their 30s or 40s, they look down upon that person. They give them backhanded compliments like, oh, you look so good for your age. That's so nice that you're making time for yourself at your age. They almost get disrespected more than they would if they were younger. 
And that really just comes down to our society prioritizing younger people. Like I talked about the beauty standards before, but our society really focuses on teens and young adults for prime beauty, even entertainment. People love young actresses, young pop stars. There's this pressure to be successful when you're young because as you get older, you're not respected or admired as much. And the reason I don't get it is because age is just a number. That's something that I have come to learn throughout my 20s, especially recently. I thought that once I reached a certain age, I would feel like an adult. I would feel responsible on how I always thought I would. When I was younger, I would look at my mom and I would imagine what it would feel like to be an adult, to be grown. But at 26, I still feel like a kid. And I don't think there's ever going to be an age where I feel differently And the reason for that is because no matter how old I am, I'm always me. I still have the same mind, the same interests, the same values, emotions, everything that I did as I was younger, obviously a little more redefined because I'm constantly learning, growing, trying new things. But I guess what I'm trying to say is the soul doesn't age. I'm still me at my core. I would like to think that when I'm 50, I'm still going to be going out and dancing. When I'm 80, I'll still be filming vlogs and editing them because those are things that I've always enjoyed doing. Those are things that I've been doing since I was little. And I don't want the things that I enjoy out of life to end just because I grow up. I don't want to be limited to what I do, what I wear, what I say, what I think just because... I get older. The things that I enjoy doing in life shouldn't expire at any certain age. And the same thing goes for just how you live your life. There should be no pressure or strict timelines. I shouldn't feel like I need to have my life figured out in my 20s when I have my entire life to live. Why do I need to know exactly what I'm doing when I've only lived a little over 20 years. And to be completely honest, I don't really remember much of it because the first few years of my life, I was an infant with a pea brain. And then the rest of my life, I was dissociating and blocking things out because of trauma. How am I supposed to base the rest of my life off of that? I believe I said this in my Trusting the Process episode. It was a really long time ago that... A lot of the people we look up to, the most successful people, didn't start their journey to where they are now until after their 20s, well after their 20s. Some of them didn't become successful till after 50. Imagine if they believed that they could only be successful if they accomplished what they needed to before 30. Imagine if someone told them, you're not 20 anymore, so you can't go back to school. You're not in your 20s anymore. You can't try to pursue acting or dancing or public speaking. Just because other people in their 20s know what they're doing already doesn't mean that you're behind because your journey has nothing to do with theirs. The only thing that will come from you comparing where you are to where others are is stalling yourself because you're going to get yourself so upset and so discouraged that you don't have any motivation or energy to do what you're meant to do. It's okay to look at those people and take inspiration from them. Maybe you see that I started my podcast at 24 and you think, okay, I'm going to try that too. That's perfectly fine. That's amazing. You should. But to look at me and say, well, she started her podcast at 24 and I'm 28, so there's no point in starting. I'm already behind. 
That's just not true. You're not behind. There were so many people that I looked up to that were doing social media that are much younger than me. And for a while, I thought I was behind in that aspect. And I thought I was never going to catch up to them. And it's true. I will never catch up to them because I'm not running to the same destination as those people. I'm never going to get to where they are because I'm going to get to where I'm meant to be. Their success has nothing to do with mine. We can both be successful at different ages or at the same age. And it means nothing about me or them. Wow, that was really nice to say because that's something that I needed to hear. This is what I mean. Like I, it's easy for me to see something so clearly for other people. But for myself, it's hard to follow that same advice. So to say that out loud, it's like, yeah, their success has nothing to do with what I'm doing. They could be successful and so can I. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I've been struggling a lot with this, with trying to figure out where I stand and struggling with the idea of me running out of time. But as I talk through this and we've gotten to this point of the episode, I've realized that I would rather take my time and go at my own pace to achieve what I'm meant to do than just decide right now. Instead of coming to the conclusion, okay, well, I'm not on the path to that happening right now. Things aren't going like I want them to. So it just, it's not happening. Like right now, I'm not ready for kids. But just because I'm not ready for kids right now, it doesn't mean that I should just make the rash decision and say that I'm never going to have kids. If it happens, it happens. At the right time, it'll happen. But it definitely won't happen if I just like call it quits right now and say not happening. I don't want to put all this pressure on myself and rush important things and important memories in my life to happen right now just to say they happened on this imaginary timeline. I'm sure my parents would love if I had a kid before 30 or I got married before 30 because that's what they did and they want more grandkids and I'm sure they would love for Josh to be a part of the family. But I'm not going to rush right into that right now to make them happy. I want to do what makes me happy. And that's kind of what I want to end this episode on. The reality of being in your 20s is a lot of confusion, a lot of change, a lot of struggle. But you'll enjoy your time much more when you stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Stop worrying so much about the next steps and just enjoy where you are right now. The answers that you're looking for are going to come when you stop looking for external validation or advice from other people and you spend time exploring and taking care of you and what matters to you. I felt really lonely at the beginning of my 20s and I spent a lot of time alone, which forced me to work on myself. I went through a spiritual awakening and it just took time to figure out what I liked, what I didn't like, what made me happy, what didn't make me happy. And through doing that, I was able to make the decision to leave the job I was at and start this podcast. But it wouldn't have happened if I listened to what other people wanted or expected of me. When I told people my plan to start this podcast and leave my job, they didn't understand. They thought I was making a terrible decision that would harm my future. And I understand why they thought that because they didn't understand what I was doing. They didn't, they didn't understand how much it meant to me. But the real thing that would have harmed my future was forcing myself to stay at a job that made me so unhappy just to please other people. 
sacrificing my happiness, my passion, my dreams in hopes to be respected more by those people? Could leaving my job and starting this podcast have blown up in my face? Could it have made me completely broke and I would have had to start over? Absolutely. But I went into it knowing that was a possibility. You know, I worked really hard and I took up jobs like Instacart, a social media agency. I just did anything I could to make ends meet until I could make the podcast my full-time job. And I'm very lucky for how it turned out and where I am now. But I knew if it all came crashing down, it was part of the journey. The reality of being in your 20s is exploring, not being grounded or committed to one career if you're not ready for it, making mistakes, figuring out what works for you, what doesn't work. In my experience, nothing has ever worked out for me by forcing it. The most success I've had in my life, the best friendships I've had in my life have all come from a place of love, from me nurturing it, from me being patient, from me not expecting anything, but being really excited when something great did come from it. The reality of being in your 20s is never really knowing what's next, never having it figured out and feeling like you're the only person that feels this way. But I hope that this episode helps you realize that you're not alone in thinking that way and you don't have to have everything figured out. There is no strict timeline. There's no right way to do things and you're never going to feel fulfilled by trying to live up to other people's expectations of you. More than likely, we're still going to feel confused and not really know what we're doing well after our 20s. So I don't think it's fair for us to spend all of our time in our 20s stressing out about how things aren't going the way we want them to. I don't want to look back at my 20s or any time in my life and feel like I wasn't present or enjoying myself because I was too focused on what I was supposed to be doing and not just doing what I actually wanted to do, which was relax, have fun, enjoy good company, good experiences, spend as much time with my family as I can, with my boyfriend as I can, with my dogs as I can, connect with people, learn more about myself and just enjoy this period of my life. With all that being said, we have come to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you in some way. It definitely helped me out. If you could, if you liked today's episode, if you love me, if you love trying to care, make sure to give her a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen. It really does help me out and it helps get past those icky comments people leave People have been leaving not so nice um, reviews, which is fine. I'm trying to tell myself other people's opinions are not a threat to my survival. I've been working really hard on my affirmations. Still doing the 30-day glow up challenge. I hope that your journey with your challenge has been great too. I've been loving watching your videos, seeing your posts that you tag me in. Um, Right now, I'm on day 16 or 17, but it's been really good. And it's like every time I do a challenge like this, I'm like, oh, I want to do another one. So we'll see after uh, day 30 if I decide to do another one. But if you are not following my socials and keeping up with my 30-day challenge or just keeping up with me, those will be linked in the show notes as well as the sponsors for today's episode. Sorry, I just stuttered. They're amazing. I love today's sponsors and I hope that you check them out. But that is everything for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, thank you so much for listening, besties. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye, besties.